0: a beautiful day, A on this beautiful day. Come on in,
1: NFTs, we put up on and got the alpha
2: on Web 3, and it's all on the radio. radio. It's a beautiful day, to have a beautiful day, GM, GM, radio.
1: Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, what up, GM, GM, good morning, good morning. Thursday, September 1st, 2022, look at that, another beautiful day, to have a beautiful day, and first of the month, a new month, new opportunities, new everything, new chances to get out there, become the best version of yourself, or just launch something, and have fun with it. And do some dope shit in this awesome space. Wow, wow, wow. I got my co-host, Mando. Today, we're going to give honorary co-host to Sobe as well.
3: <laughs> we have so him uh, yeah, OSF... at home.
1: As, as, yeah, as We got Losef at home, We got... Oh, my God, that was oh, out of pocket. So... That was so out
4: of
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's like the first words that came out of Mando's mouth this way. It's so
4: uh, awesome. dude, Mando, you're actually so fucking funny, dude. I l- I love it,
5: dude. GM. Wow. Happy
1: September. Happy Sept- <laughs> Happy September, I guess. Um <laughs> good morning, Mando, uh, Sobe, Lori, 5511, Simon, Golden this morning on the show. Uh, so there's no show tomorrow. You know, sorry, y'all. Uh no show tomorrow. Not neither of us can make it actually. I'm flying to London later uh tonight and then Ovi's still in wedding mode and uh and so that would leave Mando, but that way we're just gonna have a show on Monday uh, and recap uh, the weekend. It should be fun. We'll be proper uh you know, to be a proper show. But so this is our Friday show, technically, and uh and today we have no guests, family style, request to speak, come up. We have a couple topics lined up. Of course, as usual, we'll go over the NFT. And macro daily summary, uh, A16Z sets license and standards. Um, Mando's going to be chit-chatting about that part because uh, he came up with that topic. And then um, <laughs> and then what we learned um, over the last month for our get- from our guests, as you know, this is a new month. Uh, I love September. Totally biased, my birthday. Oh, next you
4: week.
1: do? Oh, I do. Hell yeah, it's my birthday next week. And Virgo's just built different. And, uh, and the whole month of September is built different, if you ask me. Uh, but I'm not biased at all when it comes to that. Um also back to school, which means half afty Twitter is going back to high school. So uh it's gonna be a little quieter, but you know, buckle up. No,
6: I dude, I think that means more time. I don't I don't know. Like oh come on, like kids don't pay attention in school nowadays, they got cell phones in their Well rockets. that's the
1: new wave because what in my school back in my days, uh in a in French private school, having a phone out in the hallway would get me suspended. Uh, so, uh, I was literally like, they would teach us how to behave through bullying of children. Um, and so I don't know what it's like to have a phone in school because in my school, um, you know, it would cost me four days, uh, we, seven days without my phone that they would literally take your phone away from you, uh, for seven days. And you weren't allowed, uh, to even have it out in the hallway, uh, nor even listen to fucking music. So with that. Um, oh yeah,
4: I had to walk 12
6: miles to go to my high school every morning.
4: Bro, dude.
1: shut up! It's a-
6: <laughs> we only had in the <laughs> <smoke>. <laughs> So, you must have, like you have to take a lot more steps. This than is people, a typical too, so.
1: Middle Eastern parents. That was the worst
3: story of all time, Farouk, I'm sorry. It,
1: it's so funny, but like it's a true story. Like Middle Eastern parents will tell you those stories. Like So, we said, you know, oh, you're complaining, Baba. Mine in my school, I used to walk. Like, f- easy, like, 12 kilometers just to go to a school, okay? Dude,
6: that's German.
1: No, that's fucking... Do you, do you that's, that's actually a broke so- mom. That's, that's very... That's oh,
6: simple- a
4: person I, mom.
1: That's
6: kind <laughs> German,
1: though. <laughs> <laughs> that's the <No>, what- so <laughs> way they
4: hang on words. It's Damn, why are
1: these white people so cultured on a show? <laughs> Damn. So Mexican, uh- <laughs> Anyways, I <laughs> love y'all. Um, it's... <laughs> Anyways, um, what we learned from our guests last month, I was go- Manda, I was going to go through last night, like my Twitter, and make a list of every guest we have in August. Not going to lie, I gave up really fast because it was really long and there's a lot of great ones, but I'll, I'll get around to it. Um, didn't I,
3: didn't it was- I do it in the chat for you this morning?
1: Oh, you... D- no No way.
3: <laughs> Come Look on. Look at Come that.
1: On. What a goat. Hon- Man, I swear to God, Mando, I don't know how he does. Like he was up at three in the morning texting me like shit, and now he's up here like just doing this crazy stuff. Um, this man is a, a can can multitask, especially when his partner Ovi completely left him behind uh, during this wedding week, so he has to run everything on every level. Uh, and <laughs> big shout, Mando, this is awesome. So yeah, we had some incredible guests. We'll talk about that. Uh, and now, uh, topic of the day is utility now bearish for project you know as you've seen over and over again and again in the month of august we've seen even more uh you know as soon as a project announces that it's actually doing something well it instantly dumps uh and we've seen that a lot and it's been pretty crazy and a lot of projects seem to be actually building seem to not be picking up some steam in this market so that's one conversation another conversation i'd like to bring up also if we have time uh the doodles have not tweeted all of august uh, and, uh, and so, and obviously we've seen a lot of tweet about that. You saw Tropo go at it with, with poopy yesterday and whatnot. Obviously it's not judgment. It's just like conversation in terms of like, what are the expectations in terms of communication when you launch a project in web three, right? So I think this is an interesting topic as well. Uh, conversation. I kind of wanted to have personally with some people, um, on stage because I think it's a good conversation. So anyways, those are the topics for today. You want to request to speak? <clears throat> you're more than welcome to bottom left. You know what to do. In the meantime, you can retweet the tweet at the top or at the bottom right. Participate um, um, in the live channel and give us your thoughts. So, without further ado, I will go straight to the market report with Mando. Can you
4: dig
7: it?
3: GM, yeah, everyone. Um, I was pretty bearish on the show yesterday, um, and lo and behold, it's gotten even worse uh, overnight. Stocks down another 2% um, since since I spoke. Oil, gold, um, all again, absolutely crushed. Uh, Part part of this is to do with the strength of the dollar. Part of it is just that um, commodities across the board are getting absolutely smoked. Oil going lower is is okay. It's good for us in terms of inflation narrative, but it's not great if if it's because everyone thinks a recession is coming. Um, And then, yeah, bond yields are just absolutely mooning. So I think the two-year bond yield got all the way to about 3.6% now. Um, That's easily the highest of the year now. Um, And that's dragging the rest of the the, the whole curve with it. Um, so, really not good. Interest rates higher. Um, I guess oil lower is good, but the fact that all commodities are getting smoked, smoked points to a recession. Stocks are getting absolutely crucified, and crypto doesn't really care. Weirdly, for the first time in a long, long time, crypto does not care. So, um, ETH is kind of still hanging out at 1550, um, Bitcoin is still hanging out around 20K. This outperformance of, of um, crypto kind of started a few days back and has held so far. I don't know if it's just into the merge. Um, so we c- we can either completely nuke here or um, like one day that support just completely breaks or this is a really bullish sign and the first day that stocks go up, um, we rip. So I'm I'm optimistic. I'm betting on the second one. I actually bought some more crypto um, last night just because I kind of feel that... that If stocks turn around even slightly, they're down four days in a row pretty big, um, they're probably going to head towards five. Then the first day that they turn, I think crypto could absolutely soar, um, just because the merge is 15 uh, 15 days away, is it now? Like, really, really close. Um, So I think no matter if you think that's a buy the rumor, sell the fact, I do think we probably rally into that.
1: Wow! Look at that. A round of applause for Mando, please, everyone. Mando. <laughs>
3: thanks, thanks everyone.
1: <laughs> you guys. <laughs> is, that,
3: is that like the Oscars where you like that's like the equivalent of playing the music and it's just shut up.
1: <laughs>
3: Keep my barn heels out your fucking mouth.
1: <laughs> that's funny though. No, that's a that's a good roundup. Yeah, the, I mean I don't follow stocks at all, so I know you guys give us the. The rundown every day. it's not looking great over there at all. Man. Well,
6: speaking of stocks, man, did you see uh, the post yesterday? Like our favorite, best trader in the world, Miss oh. Pelosi, oh. Uh, with with Nvidia because Nvidia got banned from selling in, I think, Russia, and I forgot where I saw where else, and the stock dropped what, like twenty five percent.
1: They can only sell. Less. She
6: got in and out,
3: right? She only held it. Like, well,
6: well, yeah. So everyone was giving crap that oh she made a trade and like sold her options and it, it took a loss, but if she would have known that this sanction ban was coming, took a small loss rather than a catastrophic loss.
4: Bro, she did that shit just to LARP, dude. She probably has made so much money year to date that she doesn't even give a shit. What's another 10% haircut
6: just for the optics? It was probably just a tax write-off. She's like, I got to lose a little bit here.
1: Dude, uh, I don't know, but she's really good at the shit. Um... And uh, we should she as she ever used a computer with an NVIDIA graphics card in it? Pelosi as a guest, yes. Let's get
6: Pelosi as a guest. I would love to learn from Pelosi. Like, I want her to be my
1: you know, I, broker. I just want her to come to the NFT space so I can copy trade her uh, and, uh, and honestly not have to worry and then retire.
4: She's does, uh, does the new member of Canary Labs is what my Does anyone own
1: like.
6: Pelosi.eth yet?
1: P- p- sources sources are that Nancy Pelosi has actually been writing reports for DGENs uh and
4: uh <laughs> who do you think osf is marrying dude her husband just got caught with
3: a criminal case she needs to level up we're a hundred percent pelosi is, is is the mastermind behind everything she she owns all the bo- i think there was that thing about a month ago right that they can they can trade bo- they can trade nfts um wow they're allowed to. she's all in on the Yeah, age. so they they're, they're going to be crushing it she's going to be all up it all up in your in your wallets pretty soon i've never seen i I've never seen
0: here. i never I never thought I would hear Nancy Pelosi's name uttered in Rook Radio. Like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on I'm here? pretty sure
4: she just bought Farouk's last cool cat as well. I saw that trade. Oh, I again. see her in the audience, actually. Let me invite her to speak.
5: Uh, <laughs> you know, copy trading her is a lot easier on blockchain, so that's nice.
1: Anyone... So the day we were hosting to we talk about that's the last time we talked about the, the, the Nancy Pelosi incredible trade that she had made back then. forgot which one it was. And then I, I went to the Pudgy Chavons Discord and the and thought comments saying like, we want to hear about the penguins, right? These motherfuckers talking about Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> I was dying; it was so funny. Has um, anyone but, ever yeah, seen was...
6: Pelosi and Beanie in the room at the same time?
1: Oh,
8: Ooh. no, we haven't. We have not. Oh,
1: interesting. Ooh, wow, that's a strong theory. Anyways, uh, and so that's that's right on the market side. Um, Mando, aside from uh, aside from from East. Obviously, you were shilling me, uh, Matic, last night, uh, and any anything else that you're, you're you're specifically looking at or excited about, and then we can have an Arbitrum versus Matic fight uh, between Sobi and Mando. Uh,
3: in terms of like alts, no, not really. Everything's not really doing well. Everything's just kind of treading water right now. Uh, most of the the alt L1s are not doing that well, and then the whole story is about things like Arbitrum, Matic. Uh, layer two still. Um, and I think that'll still be the case for the next month, uh, even after the merge. I think it's gonna be
4: the case for like the next few quarters. I think it's really like, yeah, all co- like copy paste EVML ones are done. So that's kind of like the harmony ones of the world, like the phantoms, which I guess wasn't even a, it's not a blockchain, it's a DAG, whatever. I think those things are just fucked. Um, but I think what's really interesting is if you look at, uh, like, Maddox really interesting from a business development standpoint. And then long-term, like, they are also, they bought those ZK companies. So, they have ZK EVM, which I think they should have the devnet or the testnet of, of up and by the end of this year. So, that'll be interesting. Um, if ZK EVM works, that's fucking nuts. Uh, Arbitrum just upgraded their mainnet to Arbitrum Nitro, which is just, like, a more efficient version of uh, the original Arbitrum deployment um i think if you look at the transact like optimism and arbitrum have been getting a lot of traction like there was like a little optimism bull run optimism doesn't have like fraud proofs so it's like very centralized although it is like an actual l2 um arbitrum has fraud proofs all this stuff yada yada i'm also an investor in arbitrum so just like there's a bias there but i think it's going to be like l2 season and if it's an alt l1 it can't be like a EVM copy paste alt L one. There's like a lot of, there was, it was blockchain or Stanford blockchain week this week. Um, and there was a, there's a bunch of events around like Aptos and Sui, which are like closed rounds at huge valuations. Um, but you know, they're using this new language called move, which was developed by Facebook for their blockchain called DM, which never came out obviously. And, uh, there's just there's that stuff going on there there's Celestia that's doing like data availability stuff and modular blockchain stuff for cosmos, so it's a good time to be in it for the tech and I think um we have this macro overhang, but right now, I think if you're like in the trenches and paying attention building or uh, re- researching or investing right now, you probably will be better off, like you'll probably be pretty in a good spot in a couple of years from now or we could just be in the bread line together, so it's
6: one of the two. There you
1: go. There you have. So, it. Bibi, I have a question uh, for that on
6: you too, because like you mentioned a good point. It's like about business development for a lot of these. Uh, moving forward, like, what do you think is kind of the main driver for some of these L ones or L twos? Do you believe it's going to be like the tech and user growth, or more of like, okay, for example, Flow just brought on Ticketmaster yesterday, and that's fucking huge. Um. So, what are your thoughts on BD versus technology? I think it has to be, <clears throat> be
4: like so far in crypto, like technology, quite frankly, doesn't really matter. Most people don't use anything. Um, like, and I think you can kind of see that with like, like even Starkware, which is like supposed to be huge. Like no one, I mean, that's like part of a bad example, actually, because ZKs are right where they're at. But I think it's a healthy combination of both, right? Like you need to uh, ultimately what, if you have a really good BD team, <coughs> you can help educate and onboard people. Like, I think Polygon has done a really good job and Flow as well, attaching themselves to a lot of mainstream names. So, if you go and you ask like a normie off the street, they might not know what Flow is, but they probably know what Top Shot is. And they for sure know what Ticketmaster is. Right. So, for them, it's like there's a lot of social proof there. But um, a lot of people, I think, know like a lot of people know Ethereum. um, A lot of people know Bored Apes. I think a lot of people are starting to know about uh polygon and not many people know what like Nell two actually is or what optimism or arbitrage is so it's kind of like it's it's, because business development kind of begets education right and like the more business development that's happening like it kind of creates like a a downstream effect where you have like people on twitter writing threads on matic or even like there's so much going on on matic or polygon right now right that like it makes it easier for it, it makes it easier for people to become bullish on them i think they have a great team they We've talked to them a lot over at X Populous, and they're awesome. Like, they're they're probably one of my favorite teams to interact with and do, like, talk business with uh, in the industry, and they're only going to get better. And I think uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't also mention, I think Immutable X is doing a really good job right now um, by onboarding, like, a game success team and everything that they're doing. It's just, it's really cool to see, like, I think right now you can kind of tell which group or which group of builders per chain have, like, grit. Because um, instead of going, oh, what was me fucking Nancy Pelosi's losing on a trade for once? People are like, oh, I don't give a shit about like the dollar collapsing or interest rates mooning. Like, I'm just going to go build this thing because I have conviction, in it. and I think it's really cool to see see a bunch, like a lot of teams this time around doing doing that. Yeah,
1: that's interesting. Thank you for for that, uh, Kevin. Do you have a question regarding to regarding these uh, regarding this topic?
9: Uh, not necessarily a question, just something else that I wanted to kind of bring to the table. I've spent a lot of time personally trying to look at stuff that isn't in L1 or an L2, just because I think that's where a lot of the attention is. So I think there's some value to be gained at looking at some of the stuff that may be off that, you know, main radar of like the top coins. And uh, just something to, I feel like would be useful for everybody is, um, I think Arweave is a really good sort of long-term play to some extent. Uh, I think everybody can kind of see that, storing data on chain is something that people are starting to value more and more and kind of being a part of uh, one of the kind of protocols or technologies that provides that uh, directly is something that can, I think be really valuable for the space. And I think that's like really undervalued right now as well.
4: Yeah. that I actually changed my opinion on like things, the only things that need to be on chain should be on chain. Now I think that eventually we'll get to a point where, like everything will be on chain or it'll be really easy to have like uh things off chain and that's where like zk is kind of come in you can like we'll eventually have it to where you can have like an ai agent or like a machine learning algorithm like run on chain and celestia if you want to look into it celestia org or whatever is doing a lot of things on uh data availability so like that's like there's a Execution layer, settlement layer, and data availability layer it is like the three layers for blockchains. And like data availability stuff is going to be interesting to see over time. But I don't really want to get into all that
1: right now. No, of course. Thanks for uh, bringing that up. And so on the NFT side of things, Mando, I'm Opening Flips, looking at top thirty, a lot of red, uh, but also some green. Not that bad. Um, you know what are what are you what are you looking at?
3: The volume. Um... It's weird right now because I think a lot of the volume is actually happening on X2, Y2 at the moment. Um, but it feels as though, again, it's been a bit of a quiet 24 hours. Bored Apes, I think, went up to 80, then kind of hang around at 79. CloneX uh, saw a decent amount of volume, initially dipped kind of below 7, um, I think all the way down to like low 6s. And now is kind of back up to like 7 area on, on the back wow. of the Wow, We'll get to 10 by the end of next year. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Um I, I was just thinking before, like when when they were on the show yesterday, when they were talking about everything they've released this year, and it's like it's really tough to keep an NFT project floor price high at the moment. Like they must just be sitting there going like, Oh, like what what are we what are we meant to do? I know that like this is their one of their main drops. They're actually making revenue for some of the drops, but they are being innovative the whole time. So it it must be tough. Um the digi Daiagaku uh, seem to have come back. Like they, they're back up to like 14 area. I, I don't. I had a look into this kind of free, free to own model. Um, it just kind of seems to be uh, like a rinse repeat of the free, um, the free mint meta that you've seen um, since, since June. I don't really know what's new here. Um, so I, I'm a little bit surprised at where that trades. Uh, Moonbirds continuing to not trade that great after the, um, after the proof announcements they're still back to like 13 and a half the, uh, the oddities the are down to 1.2 so those those haven't really reacted that well um, everything else seems seems mixed i would say plus or minus 5% no like absolute collapses it feels like a low volume um a, a low volume period still
1: yeah i mean you're still over like the 30s right you have 164 on open c154 in million of course on x2y217 on looks rare 3.6 million on Magic Eden up thirty one percent, partly and mostly probably due to the D gods, which had an all-time high sale, I believe, of seven thousand sold yesterday. So you're looking at two hundred and twenty-one thousand dollars for uh for a rare D God. That happened yesterday, I believe, or this morning. But anyways, it happened uh over the last twelve hours. So it's pretty wild uh to see that. Um I think it's one of the rare rare slash first times we see such a huge uh buy um on the Solana side for um for PFP. Uh so that that happened. But besides that, yeah, there's not much going on besides like, you know, the forging the clones. We had the you know artifact co founders on yesterday, which was a lot of fun. And yeah, there's not, not too much there was that
3: there was that weird but... off market trade for board apes where, where that floor ape trade. Of, yeah, like, floor ape for seven hundred and sixty
1: ninety, e, is... but that's that's non non event. Uh whatever non-event happened that one yeah, it's. I don't know what happened there. I, 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 didn't bother this time to go look into it. <laughs> it's like, it's like. Oh, isn't so even getting married. He's just launching that project and stuff. <laughs> Imagine all this time he was just launching a project. It's not true. He's not getting married. Um, and so yeah, on the NFT side, there's not that much going on. Honestly, um, it's uh, it's a pretty stale. Uh, we'll be waiting to see for new minutes, and there's a couple new minutes coming up next week and whatnot, week of the 7th, and uh, and that's about it, honestly. Uh, everything else is uh, kind of regular scheduled programming in this market. So, 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 we may as well go to the next topic, A16 sets, licensing and standards. Mando, you pick that one up. Let's hear it.
3: It's not a big topic. It's just we ha- we spoke about them yesterday about whether that, you know we all respect them in the space, but maybe they're they're a bit too dominant. What they did yesterday, I think, was really really great. Like they came out with open source standards for different legal agreements between um, collectors and projects. Um, uh, Based originally around Creative Commons, but um, there's a there's a number of different legal agreements that, that projects could choose from. It's basically just creating standards for the way that projects um, and and uh, collectors interact, because there's a lot of questions around that. We've had several projects come on talking about like how everyone feels like they're an equity holder, but are they? What rights they have with respect to the IP? Obviously, the projects are lawyered up, but um, collectors themselves are not. So them doing this, it's I think it's um, it's a really great move. I think, um, and it, I think it will help push this space forward uh, in the quality of the projects um, which come, um, particularly the cheaper projects which perhaps didn't uh, weren't worried about this sort of stuff or it, it wasn't really. It was more of an afterthought.
1: Yeah, it's uh, okay. That's really cool, though. I don't know if you want to pin that those are they they do have a lot of interesting resources like i know we, we talk about yesterday and whatnot but they all they also share a ton of great resources. they have an incredible research team right obviously with like all the money they've put to, to work there they actually have like um some incredible they do stuff. do some
3: stuff yeah they do some stuff which is public goods like they do a great podcast uh which i'd recommend people listen to um on on quite like detailed topics they um this is obviously a, a good move. And yeah, I think they do, they also provide like public research on the NFT space as
1: well. I do want to point out though uh, if you go on the 15 minute ETH chart, it's absolutely dumping. It's dumped, it's dumpville out there. And that's because Mando is the one hosting the daily market review. Because when OSF. <laughs> it, it
3: couldn't look worse out there right now.
1: Honestly, when OSF hosts that segment, It never nukes. We always get a temporary relief. Even for 15 minutes, we get some sort of a green candle. But when Mando decides to host it today because OSF decides to sleep on us for his wedding, you know, I can't believe, can't believe his wife is priority here.
4: You Uh, got to have a talk with him, man. He's not putting rug radio as a priority in his life.
1: Dude, I'm going to have to talk to him in London. I'm flying in tonight. I I get in tomorrow morning, uh, London time. And I'm going to have to have a serious uh, sit down conversation with OV, sort of like an intervention um you know and what, if you what, guys what's want a to... wife
4: is is that a new nft project or what's going on with that
1: yeah yeah exactly i've never heard of that before i think it's on cardano too um and so, <laughs> and, and so but just want to point that out ETH uh, nice little green uh red candle there on uh, upon the news that Mendo is hosting yeah. this market segment on the gm nft show rug radio
3: i think as we were speaking the nasdaq was completely tanking and it continues to tank like this is this is Setting up to be one of the worst weeks for a long, long time on macro. Well,
4: it's a good it's... thing I spent
3: 10 ETH on shoes yesterday.
1: <laughs> yeah, you were forging hard yesterday. I saw that. I saw that. And uh, and so that's uh, interesting to see what's um, what's going to go yeah. on with that. It was a lot of fun to have them on yesterday. Uh, this is a good segue, actually. But, yeah, thank you for, for pinning that um, – at, uh, at the top, it's called the can't be evil NFT licenses for anyone who's listening on replays on Twitter and it's on a16zcrypto.com uh, and I can't wait to dive into it myself as well. But it's um, there's a lot of great stuff. They do. They put a lot of great reports. That's for sure. Like any information you need in terms of like NFT crypto in general, like they have an incredible research team. So that's one thing uh, I got to say. It's really, really um, awesome. it's
3: Deployed to always. So come full circle.
1: Wow, look at that. So, can't wait to, to get into that, into, into, um, to read it actually. Um, all right. So, 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 so. Yeah, what's
2: up? I
6: was going say, M- Mando, you know what's kind of scary on, dude? The VIX hasn't really been moving too much. Um, I think it's only up 4 or 5%
3: yeah. today. That,
7: that's yeah. a lot, dude. Yeah, no,
3: the VIX goes nuts though. Um, no, yeah, that's VIX. that's a small day for the VIX. Uh, yeah, so I think uh, equity volatility could come back pretty nasty. Like this is kind of this reminds me of what it was like before we absolutely nuked um, in May. Like this is what happened: rates went super high, oil was actually always at a much higher level, but rates were tighter than they are now. Uh, sorry, uh, lower than they are now. Now they're higher, um, and stocks are. Kind of, they're already lower. Um, so, uh, who knows? Like I said, there's two options here: we either completely nuke along with everything else, or we outperform. And I'm—I bought crypto yesterday, so I'm judging that we're going to outperform.
10: Why are you doing this, bro?
1: Why? L- listen, it is what Stop. it is. Bro. This is the reality of the market. <laughs> Someone no. said, "Why are
10: you doing that, bro?" <laughs> listen,
4: I
1: blame Frog. Blame Frog. You can blame me, uh, but. I mean... reality- the reality is, um, this is what's up right now in the market. What's up, Erica?
2: I was just gonna say. I mean, it, there's, you know, I think NFT sales are down. You guys gotta tell me something like over ninety five percent, something like that. So I've just been kind of, I've been excited, you know, for the culture. I'm seeing things like Yatreda. You know, it's an art collective out of Ethiopia. Do it. You, you know, just kill it the other day, and so um, it's called Andromeda. Let's say Andromeda of Ethiopia. It's on the front page of Nifty Gateway, and you know, at a time when NFT sales are down that much, it was epic to see her. Just like I mean, I was like watching the bidding war; is completely a blast. And uh, she, I think, I mean, I someone else correct me, but I think she just on that one drop, and she has a few of them for this. She netted eighty thousand um, dollars. Yeah, so it's just, and it's an incredibly beautiful project. So I'm just, I'm just loving seeing these kind of things for the culture too. I agree with you. Actually, as a matter of
1: fact, there is a lot of stuff happening in the space, regardless. Like, and it has been during this entire market, right? Like, it's like you have some dope art. You know, artists, artists keep creating. You know, creators keep creating. So there's been a lot of dope stuff. Shout out to I was awesome. Um, and, uh, and we've seen some great stuff coming out of there, uh, on the art side and the volume is actually archived, you know, like you still pull we're still pulling like, you know, over 30, I think maybe for 40 ish million, you know, dollars and in, in terms of daily volume across different platform and marketplaces and, and, you know, things are still moving. Like there still is like tens of millions of dollars of NFT trading volume every single day, regardless. So I think it's, it's important to note that um those floors are down you know across across the board it is what it is it's just how it's gonna be for a little bit um but yeah totally agree with you and so you know i know it sounds like doomsday a little bit here because of the market talk which is why we're gonna change this out and move forward to our next topic of the day which is what we learned over the last month from our guests and so mando Amazing Mando, the great Mando, putting this together. My God, we've had people Ledger, Artifact, punchy Penguins, Michael Bay, Goblin Town, whatever. I mean, it's too long. I'm not going to read it here uh, because it's it's a lot. Wow, you actually went through this whole thing. My goodness gracious. Um, shout out to Mando for doing this. So we had an incredible month of august packed with some really really good guests um and some very insightful and thoughtful conversations personally speaking mando when you ask me what i learned from the from our guests over the last month is i'm still and will still remain incredibly bullish on our future um you know i think i was writing about the yes yesterday but like what's what's happening here and you know kind of it segues from from what we, erica just touched on but you know it's 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 there like the bears for builders is real right whatever you hear along like bear, bear markets for builders etc cetera, etc cetera, like this is very, very, very real. Like, if you if you're feeling bearish, if you're feeling like you're scared and whatnot about the market and whatnot, like you, I don't think if you can survive slash you know be here, stick around for a couple of years as long as this goes on, however long this may go on for, whether it's months or years, I don't know. I'm not an expert on that. I don't want to talk about that. But like, you have to stick around and you have to have faith in the in the in 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 the space, meaning both the NFT space but also the broader, obviously, crypto ecosystem and, and the blockchain technology, right? It's just like, we're seeing so much cool stuff happening. I mean, when you we had like the CEO of Flow and then the next day CEO of, you know, uh, Polygon Studios come on, it just made me so excited about, whatever we're doing, but also what's coming up for the space because they just have, they just have. Look, look at what happened since. Like Dapper Labs announced Ticketmaster yesterday, which is which is on Flow, which again, ticketing is all going to be on chain at some point. People are going to be using the blockchain without even knowing they're using the blockchain, which is thanks to Flow. And then you have, you have everything Polygon Studios is up to and the ZK rollups and whatnot that we're waiting for, which is actually coming pretty soon. And and everything they're doing in terms of main adoption as well, mass adoption as well. And then, even if I want to go on the art side, I mean, we had art gnome uh come on as well um to talk about about you know the the space on the art standpoint the movement of crypto art you had Claire Silver we had Misson Harriman we had a bunch of different artists as well uh and it's 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 really just like there is so much with super rare uh come on as well there is so much going on in every single like pocket of the nft space right whether it's like the tech the art the collecting, you know, you had DCL Blogger come on and talk about collecting in the metaverse, whether it's on the project side. Even, like, on the, you know, we had the CEO of Pudgy Penguins. We had Artifact Studios yesterday uh, talk about what they're up to in terms of, like, NFT projects and companies that you guys have all seen be born, you know, on here. Uh, and even on the investment side we had Richard Chen and Mike Dudas, like, man, like it's 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 really like there is so much life in the space and so much going on for me that's my my biggest uh takeaway mando i'll give it to you now because i know you also have your own of course as you know we've co-hosted all these together over the last month but fuck man like you know i know like we sound like doomsday and stuff and partially it's a joke you know funny like you make it sound funny because we've been through it for a while now and we're probably still gonna go through it for another while but It's, you know, this, you got to keep going, man. You got to keep your head up in the space because there is really, 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 really some dope people in there.
3: Yeah, I I guess I would echo that. Um, Some specific stuff I wanted to say was just that. Firstly, we've had a lot of VCs actually on over the last month. I actually thought some of those people were incredibly smart. I didn't think they were all that bad. They didn't seem all bad and scary. Like People like Mike Dudas, I think, is genuinely passionate, passionate about this space. Richard, Richard Chen as well, incredibly passionate about the space um, from a collecting side, just from a culture side as well. They feel like they've been here for a long, long time, and it's good to see the people who are running some of the major um, investors in this space aren't just faceless um vcs they're actually but like, people who have been around here for the culture for a while secondly that there's there is some echoing what you just said there is unique utility being built here every single day uh, if this wasn't a macro bear market there are some really incredible stuff being built with nfts um at the moment every single day we've had um like you said artifacts um, a ton of different pro- new projects coming out with new new utility. Even .dot, Dot, Earth, Dot .earth came on the other day um, with the idea of token gated equi- equity. Um, Goblin Town, how they how they managed to like change up the game. Um, I, I, I've just been really really impressed with the new like ways in which culture and utility is being built t- during this time. Um, Claire Silver's episode, I just couldn't be more bullish on on the future of AI. Not just from like a 2D perspective, but but from a 3D perspective as well, I think AI metaverses, and we had weberverse on as well talking about that as well, like the concept that AI will end up building um, these incredible metaverses uh, much quicker than a centralized gaming company. Um, I think that there's something there. I do think there's something that, that could be huge there. And that made me very bullish on Webiverse, um, even though the team is... Perhaps smaller and less funded than I don't know one billion, which is what Epic Games is using to build their their version. So yeah, I think I, I got I got quite bullish on that. Layer two again. So echo what So we said before. We had Matic on. Um, I couldn't be more bullish on what they're doing uh, on on the application layer. I really do think that layer two is going to be the future for, for um, ETH um, in general, and what they're doing is is, is going to be huge. When we had Beeple on, the main takeaway I have was just that he's so laser focused on his supply. And we've seen that from people and from XCopy, that they um they have really, really strong and detailed thoughts about how to manage that over over a long period. Um I think you can listen back to that episode. um he was very, very frank. and perhaps you know he he seems a bit um relaxed, but he clearly has some very um very, very astute views on on how he's got to where he's got to. So I, I would I would really listen back to that episode. It was it was a top one. And then I guess the last one was when we had Nissan Harriman on. I think I think just being more socially con- conscious with the platform that we have in the space is something that we all should strive for. Um, and yeah, it was just very inspiring to see how he looks at it perhaps differently than than I would say ninety percent of people. Um, who have a platform or as big a platform in the space? So, uh, having him on again, I thought was a inspiring, inspiring Yes.
1: Yeah, I love that. If there's anyone else who, who, you yeah, know, not a lot of y'all been on the show a lot or, you know, listen to the show every morning, you know, any takeaways you have from specific guests and whatnot, feel free to definitely throw it here.
6: I, I will say, uh, the one takeaway is, um, Broke, you're not doing yourself, but by, uh, Rug Radio. Um, uh nft uh good idea uh, that's all i gotta say uh but the great- there you go
1: where's eugene when we need him
6: the guests were amazing man like this it, it really was like you, you see like all around from like projects starting to deliver to like people like just having time to actually converse rather than like the bull market craziness we were in like we are starting to see more maturity and open conversations with everything which is exciting rather than just Oh shit!
0: New mint. Let's go.
6: That's all we talk about for the next 24 hours. Um, so it's really fun actually seeing these conversations take place, and I look forward to it to continue. Uh, I, I don't get me wrong, I would love for the craze to come back, but we know how much little sleep we got during that. So I wouldn't mind another couple months, a year to. Uh, You're keep getting
5: going. sleep now,
1: bro. Chill. Don't get comfortable in this bear market, bro. We want to make money too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> No? No, no, but Simon, like,
10: I feel that. I was no, thinking I the that. other day about how, like, Rug Radio is the only, or one of the only NFT projects that's actually, like, successfully launched and runs a product, which is the deal and all the other shows that they go that, that go on. But it's, like, it's kind of a big accomplishment. Not many product NFT projects have actually delivered and sustained a product. I will say, uh, <laughs>
6: on, um, not crapping on, uh, proof, like uh, Amanda might have wrote a tweet the other day, but like I think Rug has delivered more content and information so far. I could be wrong, and the price point is a lot.
1: I mean, it is a great price cheaper. point when you think about it. 60 ETH versus uh, 0.2 ETH, but also Dejan's access pass, which is the poor man's proof uh, as well. I poor man's, man's proof.
3: Was- <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's
6: not PFP, it's PMP. P Solana of proof.
2: <laughs> Plus come for the information, stay for the vibes. I really appreciate like just how kind and cool everybody is.
5: No, this last couple of weeks have been great. Like you've had so many good guests. Even yesterday was like crazy with the uh, the whole clone X team. Like I learned so much. Like i you know, wasn't as bullish on clones, but now I mean, how can you not be like super bullish on clones after that? It was like crazy.
6: What's exciting about it, too, is like when we like first were coming in there, there wasn't this, I think, open flow of information and communication like Twitter spaces running around like Clubhouse. And even before us, like you guys like D's and Sobe and everyone else I was here in the prior run, like it was more like smaller telegrams or like Twitter wasn't as big or discords. And now that these conversations are taking place in public, I feel being able to onboard and educate the next million, two million, five million, 100 million people is going to happen at an exponential pace in comparison to what we've seen the last three years.
0: That's such a good observation, Simon. I mean, the value that this show is created, like for Oakmando, Mando, everyone who's on stage all the time, like the structure is really smart. The way there's daily value of, of, you know, the daily information flow that's, that's analyzed. And then the guests who come on and talk from their specific perspectives, like, and then the consistency, like you guys have just, the show has crushed it and I think you've built the systems and routines to scale this up to be a go to source of information in the next bull run.
1: Hell yeah. Bullish on that. And you know, all the project founders that we had in the in the in the show over the last month that are really building in the bear what's crazy is like you're not missing guests. Like I know it's a bear market. I know we joke about Twitter being very quiet. It's true. And we're seeing it, it reflects on the numbers, reflects on a lot of different things. Um, and so, and so it's, it's, um, you know, it's, um, there is, it's quieter, there's less people, but still there is an everlasting, uh, you know, supply of people who can come and, and there's, because there's so many people that are hosting, um, and doing, doing really building, sorry, really cool stuff, uh, in the NFT and crypto space, stop. It doesn't stop. Katie, I don't know if your hand was raised from before, uh, but it's kind of throwing me off.
9: Sorry. Uh, There's just a great conversation going on here. So I'm not trying to (laughs) interrupt anybody. Everybody's brought up some really amazing points as somebody who's like, almost a daily GM NFT listener for, you know, six plus, I don't even know how long at this point months. It's, it's been pretty crazy, actually, to see the level of guests that you guys have on that especially recently here in the, you know, quote unquote bear market that we're having all this capitulation and all this kind of negative sentiment in some respects. Like it really goes to show like what you guys are here building and what this community kind of stands for and, you know, the the value in, in, in a lot of that. And, and I think there was a really great point that was touched on with like the things that Proof and some of these other places are trying to build. It's like it's already right here uh, in a lot of ways. Uh, it's just people to some extent don't, well, I mean, they're learning about it for sure. I mean, I don't know how many people we got in a space right now. There's a crap load of listeners that you guys put out through, you know, these other platforms. Like you guys are helping to, you know, lead the adoption like through RUG and, and I'm excited for everything that you've talked about for, you know, Art Basil as well and, and just to see another kind of IRL event. Uh, but generally as well i wanted to touch on one thing with the ticketing with flow i personally have like even before i was like red pilled on nfts ticketing was something that i was like oh that's gonna be where the massive global adoption is gonna come in when all these people inadvertently get nft tickets and they don't even fully know but then all of a sudden they went to a like an nfl game that had a crazy ending that they own the ticket for that now people are like submitting hundred dollar offers on their ticket and people are like oh wait i can sell this ticket for more than i paid for it initially and then that's going to be a really really good way for people who have never been exposed to nfts to kind of like get that without even knowing it and then all of a sudden like maybe have their first flip to some extent or like Those sort of situations. And then it's like now you just got a new proponent of NFTs because they understand it and they believe in it. And they understand the the kind of the value that owning this thing that you can do whatever you want with can bring to you.
6: Kevin, I think one thing like on that, like I I agree with the ticketing aspect has been, I think, on a lot of people's minds.
1: I fat fingered the mute button. Sorry.
6: (laughs) But but on that. um... Classic. Now you had a quick brain fart, but I'm coming back. All right. Uh, ticketing has been on everyone's minds for a while. and like I'm excited to see it's going. You have a good point where like tickets are actually tradable and sellable like on a market. So not only will teams leagues like that, it'll kind of take away the traditional scalping and be able to make it more efficient. Uh, my assumption is most ticketing because uh, we know um, a big conversation the last like month or two has been on royalties. I think these ticketing companies will not necessarily want it to be on openly tradable on like OpenSea or ETH because we know there's ways around these. Uh, But I can see on a locked system where the only way to actually trade is through their marketplaces. Uh, But beyond selling, what really excites me with it is like, okay, let's say you go buy a ticket to a show this week. Like, yes, you have the collectible of that. Great. But it's a way for, either artists or sports teams, like imagine five years down the line, they say, okay, if you have this ticket, like you get invited to this event, or if you burn these tickets, you get to get a special collectible. Like that's where this technology is really exciting about it, more so than just the resale value and scalping.
7: I think I have a a nice takeaway too, man. Like we've had like so many different guests and there's been, been like this underlying theme of confidence with the people that are in like major positions, like the VCs or these ex film directors, like everybody comes with this, like extreme confidence despite the numbers, despite being in the bear and, you know, everybody having this rough sentiment, like the people that are actually building have the most bullish sentiment you can imagine. Like they are not phased by what's going on. And to me, that is super inspirational. It just makes me feel like, yeah, we are here, we're doing something, and, and it's all going to come to fruition.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure how I'd be able to like keep going if it wasn't for people around me that are just like going themselves. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's tough, you know? Like, it's like, it, as a, uh, from a position in the seat of a host here, you know, and I'm sure Mando he, he was he could relate to that, but like, like, we're all founders and like, we all have our projects. Like, they've got, you know, they help me with, you know, Mando helps me with rug radio a lot, but still, like, he's got Djens. Like, I've got rug radio, which is plenty in my hands. And like, it's just like, just being able to have this, like, hour, hour and a half every day to be able to talk to other people, see what they're doing, see how they're thinking, dive into their brains, see how they're, just, they see the future. Even Benoit, like, Benoit, co-founder artifact is a genius to me when it comes to storytelling and building like nurturing community and around that like you know just learn being able to learn from others but even have this like break in a way to just like you know um hear what other people are up to and thinking about and how they're gonna approach the space in the next three five ten years it's 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 interesting uh, in this market i think it's the best thing we could have done is to be able to bring a lot of guests uh and we're excited for more so yeah feel free at all times to like suggest guests I already have some like hey i think you should bring that person on this person on like please like you know, go ahead, suggest, and we'll take care of like DMing them and whatnot. Um, you know, the, the blue check t- sense that uh, tends to help a little bit when it comes to reaching out to guests. Not gonna lie, uh, it's 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 honestly the best best they use ignore case. Ignore me. <laughs> it's the best use case. Mandel will like be DMing people. it's like, damn it, for real. Can you DM that person? And like, we'll get an answer within like thirty minutes. And, and then um, <laughs> you normally have
3: their number, like.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll get like their phone number, fucking like social security number, and even a seed phrase sometimes. And so that's lucky. Um, You know, gotta survive the bear, right? I I think Uh, think...
3: Just t- talk briefly, though. In terms of guests, we'd love to have more um, women come on the show, particularly as guests, do- doing great stuff, particularly also uh, any sort of minorities um, that you would like to kind of – I think this is a great space. What Misan said, um, we'd love to be able to highlight more of that. So if you have yep. any ideas about that, make sure you –
1: We actually – we start doing so, right, next week. We already have the whole next week booked out. Just we have some great women guests. Yeah. We, I know we don't have the show. New, um
6: Zach BX, new Zach Threat.
1: Uh-oh uh Oh, jingle for oh. that! I gotta check that out. But I know yeah. we got Avery coming. I uh, don't was...
6: stand, though. I don't see Farouk. I don't see anyone on stage. Okay, we're good.
1: So I know we got Avery King coming next week, who's a CEO of NFT. And you know, I'm talking to a few other people. That actually just reached out to another um uh woman who's uh, in the VC space, doing incredible things with her fund. Um, you know, but there's just like a bunch. And so yeah, I'll go over and check out the Zach XBT thread. But as long as you said we're all Mark safe, we're good, we can keep going with the show. So um, there's two things I wanted to chat about. Uh, here this morning, uh, kinda like, uh, I kind of like I kind of squeezed in uh, another topic. Um, I kind of top uh, squeeze another topic, Mando, real quick, because I'm, I'm curious to have it. Like I'm curious to hear people's uh, opinion on that before we go into the uh, the utility uh, conversation. Is um, obviously you know there's been no Doodle Suite in, in all the month of August, and but that's because they have said in the past like listen like we'll, we'll only be coming on socials and whatnot when we have an announcement to make and when we're actually doing stuff because we're building in the back which i don't think anybody um would ever question that whether they're building in the back or not because that team has proven time and time again that they are doing cool stuff um which is really cool and then we know we're doing they're doing it and the whole Ferrell stuff and we had to see actually speaking of guests we had to see of doodles come on but that was a month prior i believe uh in july Uh, on the show so we kind of know what they're up to but there's been no communication whatsoever and so yesterday uh, I believe one of the co-founders went ahead and and put out a message uh, saying you know along the lines of like they're 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 working on bettering their communications but they're also doing a bunch of other stuff as well I, I gotta find uh, the tweet for everyone so I can so I can read it out loud for y'all but yeah so basically that's the that's the the case here so the question I have for like the panel man I'll go to you first but is what are the expectations of communication when you launch in in web3 right it was for tulip by the way tulip said um, he said we're still working on the best communication strategy moving forward updates will be given when there is truly something of impact to update the community on we'll also be onboarding positions in the social media and marketing uh and then he says the next official update from doodles will be focused on staffing fundraising key dates art direction and more and then we are hoping to start taking applications from doodlers soon stay tuned so what are your thoughts on the stage about like uh communications uh within web3 i mean i I've personally been critical of how, like, uh, the Cool Cats have done it, and I, I exited some of my position. One, that was one of the reasons. But that's just me. Like I'm not trying to, like, knock anyone down. It's just honestly open combo on, like, what do you guys think the standard is slash should be for a company launching Web3? You know, you had Luca Nets so, of like, the Pudgy Penguins a few weeks ago come in and say, like, when you're run- run- running a company, it's kind of like running, like, an NFT company, kind of like running, like, a publicly company where, like, people can have ads you know, have their opinions and minds and they, they can add to it and you're building in the open, right? So we talk about building in the open a lot in web three. I have like a way I think um I think things should be done and whatnot. But again, like I'd love to hear and curious what other people think in terms of like communication standards in this space and how things should be and how perhaps they should not be. So I'd love to hear your contrarian and all sorts of takes here. Amanda, what do you think?
3: Yeah, look, it's, it's a, I don't think there's a one-size-fits-all policy here. If I'm no, honest. of course. I think when Doodles came on the show, the CEO, he, he, they spoke pretty, pretty honestly about the fact that they, they try and limit communication purposefully, right? Because they, they want their announcements to be big and dramatic. They don't want to um, just like have filler uh, comms with their, with their community. Now, I think that that works during a, um, a bull market, which to a large extent is, is fueled by hopium on a broad level, maybe not just on a doodles level. Um, but, you know, you can understand that, that that in this sort of market where you everyone's feeling a little bit like questioning everything they own and people do like to have a little bit more... Um, Communication—it's been interesting to see. I think the Board Apes founders have upped their communication over the last over the last few months, which I, I just noted. That I didn't know if that was to do with the um, the bear market, but it's just been interesting to see. Um, it doesn't have to be about the roadmap, but just that that level of engagement. Um, you run a project, for You tweet about it all day. Me and OSF run projects. We tweet about them all day. Um, I, I am firmly of the belief that if you're in this space, you should be trying to capture as much communication as you can, particularly if. It also goes to show that I don't know that you're you've got your your finger on the pulse of the market to a large extent, and I think um, I think that that is actually important here in terms of building culture um, and building respect. I think uh, I think is, is an important thing. Now, I don't think that that means this might be even linked to the next point, which was talking about utility. Is utility a bad thing? I think to a large extent, some projects get, get it. They get that. Um, delivering or, or giving information on on uh, on something coming up actually the hopium is better than than the delivery so um, they want to keep as much hopium as possible they probably want to keep as much ambiguity um, to a large extent so the idea of like divulging too many secrets i, I think is is not great for for projects and as well like board apes and doodles have been very quiet. Like, I think everyone's speculating that Doodles is going to do some sort of album with Pharrell, right? There's going to be an album coming out um, where he probably is on it and m- maybe various other artists. And that would be a huge, huge reveal. And you can imagine that if that is the case, there are a number of different celebrities that would have um, would want to control the communications around that. So I, I can understand, perhaps, why, why some of the upcoming utility for Doodles has to be kept under lock and key. Um, I am of the, the belief that the community should normally be given some level of a, like, indication about what's going to happen. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of like completely black box. Um, you'll find out when you find out. Um, I think that, that that's not a, a good, a good uh, angle. And I think you should have levels of communication, uh, basically. like uh, Even if you're not communicating about the roadmap, there should be levels of communication where you're helping drive, drive forward the brand. Um, you know push out the message make people feel welcome like this space building a community is not easy and it needs constant uh constant care i think on a daily basis so i, I i'm i'm more on this on the the idea that you should um you should more is better than uh, than less
10: so i think i i, I, just, I just want, want to, to do... double down on mando's last point real quick because yeah, there's there's many levels of communication right there's like um news like secret alpha that actually is like market affecting. And then there's just like keeping your finger on the pulse of the community and staying in touch. Like board apes, pretty silent founders, but every day their account is retweeting and pushing out the brand. Like if you have like a picture with board ape merch, they'll retweet you. Doodle's main account last retweet was July 28. Not even a tweet. It's in September right now. Like we're in September. That's from July 28. It was a retweet. Like, are they even like if I was a new user, I'd be like, is this brand even still like alive? Normally brand accounts tweet out like every day, every week, just some communication with the the communi- the community in like a cultural way, not even like a business news or secrets or alpha or like upcoming um, utility announcement type of way.
0: Yeah, th- I- there was actually, oh, sorry, um, ahead. I was going to say there was actually sort of an impromptu Twitter space that a bunch of uh, prominent collectors in the Doodles community hosted uh, last night that had I think 300 people pulled up just to listen to the community talk about some of these concerns. And um, I I felt like what's being discussed here right now was the general sentiment that um, no one expects announcements just for the sake of announcements, but um, engagement with the community and Mando what you said you said it kind of quietly as the tail end of a sentence but to make people feel a part of the project I think the, the phrase you said was to um, make people feel connected and so when Welcome. you have these yeah it's welcoming it's 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 getting it's maintaining that tangible connection through back and forth communication with your community because we're still so early that the communities are the assets of these brands it's the most potent asset of the brand is the collector base and they end up being de facto marketers. And so it's just maintaining that collection, I think is what the community is looking, the connection is what the community is looking for. Um, and also I, like
10: I, making making use of this account that has 400K followers, that's thing right? Too. Like that's a yeah. huge It's
1: a ton app. of followers. It's a shit ton of engagement. Like these doodles, cats, apes, like all these brands, like Web3 brands have like, Gotten so many followers, and it's such a good way. Like, even us in the back end, I'm always trying to find a way with JC Patrick and whatnot. Like, this you guys should tweet this, you guys should tweet that. Okay, you put this out there, try to tweet it on the Rug Video account. We do have 82,000 followers there, let's put it to work. Even if it's 1% reach, 5% reach, whatever, like, let's try to do something. You never know when something hits or goes viral and whatnot. So, I'm always trying to tell him, like, I instruct the team in the back end. I mean, you see the account on the stage, you didn't used to see it as much. But now every stage and J it's G- JC Band the County tries to go around as many shows as possible. But we have look, we have a different business model. We're media. So I have to be out there in general as well. But if I was to build like an IP play and whatnot, it's it's like it's it's to me like it's shocking. Like and, and I'm speaking even as a holder, I still have my doodle, by the way. But it's just like even as a holder. So Kenobi, I kind of wanted to ask you about that because I couldn't find the recording. I guess they deleted the, t- the spaces and nobody recorded it or left it there, which kind of sucks, honestly, because I wanted to hear from the community directly and I looked for it everywhere. But it's it's so I'm glad you came up and, and shared that. But bro, like, what I don't understand is like, is like, why is it so hard? Like when you said not even a retweet and now the excuse is, well, we're not the boy, we're not trying to build a brand just on retweeting. But guess what? Like it doesn't matter. That's what people want and care about. So just give it to them. And then, uh, and also like, I just don't understand why it's hard for some projects to communicate. Like when like my biggest like bear case on the Cool Cats when I sold a lot of them last time. And I went to Cool Cats community spaces with with the Good Night and all these people. And they asked me like, you know, what's your rationale and what's going on? I said, listen, like I got tired of the communications like flaws in my opinion. I'm happy to buy back when there'll be better communications because I can afford to. But like I don't like it the way, you know, the communication is going on right now. It's just not how I personally like to treat my own you know company and project and that's not how when i invest in a project how i kind of want to see and like at di- at some point it's like gets a lot And now you're seeing founders come out saying oh the expectations are too high no 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 one's expecting you to fucking come up with a new update every week no one's asking you for like to change the world every other week or every month no one's asking you for another pharrell announcement because that was already mega huge super big no one's asking for the cool cast to come up with a new game overnight we're just asking you, the community, to just communicate with people because guess what? You needed the community when you needed to raise the first initial funds. So what happened to that? So when like when it comes to, like, secondary movement, raising funds and whatnot, before VCs got involved into all of these projects, both of them actually, it was all community, community, community. But then what happens to that when, like, things are rolling? Okay, now you have, like, all this. And also, like, when you tell me, like, onboarding social media and whatnot like i worked in this for 10 years like it's really not that hard it costs you 60 to 100 grand i'm sure a lot of these can 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 can, can go for it we're, we're going through our budgets right now and exactly the salaries we've broken all this down over the last five weeks internally as well like it's like it's not that hard to have someone like there is like people need money people need jobs right now in this market as well like we forget that like, not everybody's just a crypto nft rich in this space and they're listening and people have fucking jobs like why don't you give someone work within your community that will happily like run the spaces the, the page, run all these things. Like, run a community yeah. Like, no one wants... Like, Kenobi, as a doodle, probably just wants to go with other doodles and do crochet cool and chat with them and see what's up. Like, even the little... Like, even, like, for us, like... And I try to do my best. Like, I can't... Like, our town halls are biweekly, right? I can't, like, every two weeks come up with the sauce and be like, yo, we're doing this big thing and that big thing. But what I can do is... And it's an exercise. Actually, I took that that page from Keith Grossman's book, uh which is every town hall. So, we have town hall the three Right. The day before, my team internally gives me what they worked on over the last two weeks, what they're excited about, uh, three things they're excited about uh, coming up, and 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 then you know and notable things, and then questions from the community. So JC at Town Hall later will give me his his down on what he you know sort of did community wise last two weeks, you know what what he he's excited about in the future himself, like not for me, like from him as the head of community at Broke radio, and then uh, he's gonna throw me the questions that he picked up from the community, and I'm gonna answer them. Like that's not big updates. But at least my community gets to hear from me and gets to hear that I'm here, especially in a fucking trashy ass market where, like, man, people are losing money every day. Like, please. like, And it's not a doodles-oriented thing. It's every founder. Like, I know it gets scary. When prices are down, you're scared to go out. We're not all natural communicators. We're not naturally all good at, like, having big communities. A lot of communities grew out of nowhere, went crazy big, insane amount of money at stake, too. So it's scary. You may think that people make try to come at you with pitchforks, but I promise you, if you rip that bandit off and just come out and just communicate with your community, you probably will, like, feel better. Like, I feel like a lot of founders sometimes get really a lot of pressure and are scared to to uh, to, to come out and stuff, but, like, it's, like, you have dope projects. And also, like, 400,000 followers, no tweet in one month. I don't think that's <laughs> um And not it's even- just, I don't know, you know, You're it's right. not even... Yeah, I think I'm trying to be constructive here, but that's just my take. Dude, you're totally right, and
0: I'll say from I'll, I'll say at the top just for anyone who doesn't know me, like I'm not part of the Doodles team, um, so I can't speak for them. But I'm pretty plugged into the community, um, and a lot of the things you just shared are things that are are shared by the community. They're sentiments that are that we all share, which is, um, you know, have it be a two way conversation, but it doesn't have to be, you know, big big alpha all the time. I think almost everyone in the community trusts the team and trusts what they're building. I think there's a lot of different layers to it. I mean, it started out with a big DAO, like there's a huge treasury they're sitting on. They're sitting on, um, you know, like $5 million in ETH. That's just kind of hanging out. Um, There's a lot of people wanting to understand how that, you know, can and could be deployed better as a business. Um, And I think what you're saying is exactly right. It's, it's just communicate. It's it's connect. It like, like Keith Grossman's playbook for Oak. Like you're smart to 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 take him as a case study because they've got such a consistently engaged community. It's a great place to be. Um, and there's you know you can enable your team to be more deeply connected. I think a lot of founders start out and it's a small group, and that like you said, they take the weight of the entire project on their shoulders and. If if nothing else, I think the Doodles team is extremely careful. I think they're very thoughtful and mindful of what they have created and they want to make sure that they're really deliberate Yeah, they're and awesome. with
1: the they they care a lot. Yeah. There's like no I think nobody will ever take that away from Poopy and team. Like
0: these yep. dudes,
1: man, they they care about it. They they've built an incredible brand. So it's just like yeah. I guess I guess on the communication side, but it's not just them. It's a problem that's across the board for a lot of people uh, and, uh, yeah. and and projects. You know, I don't, you know, I don't think, um, you know, it's mostly that. I'm happy to hear what, the I was really curious about the Doodles community and what they thought. So I'm happy you're you're here, um, Kenobi, and, and um, giving yeah. us your opinion here. It's just like, you know, it's, you know, especially when you have money and, and, and resources and teams like when my back biggest like critic criticism of like, um, of the cool cast, like you're saying you have a 35 people team. And like, so like, get someone to reply to people on Twitter, you know, like, we get founders yep. are busy, but like so hire someone. It's, uh, you know, just a lot of looking and c- for work. The communication
10: doesn't even all have to come from the team. Absolutely like, the whole not. whole part yeah. of NFT projects right. is like, and I think Rug Radio does this really well. I actually do think Moonbirds does it well too. They actually but like, do, yeah. Ha- and Pudgy, Pudgy's, like, harnessing the creative potential of your community members. They want to build shit. They want to write summaries of the spaces you host. Retweet that. They want to make community art. Retweet that. Like, Cool Cats loves boosting, like, community member art. And that's, like, free brand building right there and like advertising and marketing and like creating your IP story, everything. It just, it's right there from the community. They just need to feel like if you do a whole summary about a doodles spaces or a doodles event with pictures and everything and and no one retweets it because there's no like engagement, there's no, there's no route to like get that network effect from the community going. um, They're going to be discouraged and they're not going to want to like provide all this free labor to the community.
1: I mean, do we think that Web3, if you launch in Web3, should you, do we think that you should be held accountable to a certain standard of communication? I personally, personally think that's my opinion. I think yes. I think that launching the space requires better communications than a web two and I know that we say "born well, in web two when you invest in a company, well you only get quarterly reports. First of all, we've clearly shown that having a fucking JPEG does not give you equity in the company. So don't treat your your, your 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 holders like that because all everyone's raising left and right. We know it. We see it it's announced every other day another fifty million dollar raise by A sixteen Z. So it's 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 not that and second of all, like, you know, it's it's I don't I genuinely don't think I I have a really hard I've spoken to a lot of people and backing some people are like Well for real quick I don't why would People they owe people an answer to this not just like this is really the spirit in which the space is built like I buy into projects because I, I fuck with the community like I originally bought all these cats and I really loved how they were always there it was like one of our bullish thesis it was like yo like these people are out there you know in the trenches with. Them. I think, literally if you look on the Solana side White Degas and Frank is so freaking popular like he's literally the most active engaged page and the whole nft ecosystem is his personal twitter so he's out there and they're crushing like that that doesn't mean you have to do this and be like that that's a lot because he's really really extra engaged in a good way but like even boarded founders like you said like they they've, they've come up more now they had to like obviously it's good now but like, it's like they're, they're doing it right it's like if if you're a utility project like you got to be out there to, to with people i don't know if i sound crazy sometimes because like, i have some people who told me i'm wrong about this i'm like how like i don't i don't see
6: it you know for you're spot on and sorry if anyone had their hand raised i'm driving so you might hear like mass simon driving in l.a traffic uh but i think you're perfectly spot on with it like when i used to work in virtual reality like and it was like the hot thing and everyone wanted to come make a vr project the first thing i would ask is why do you want to do it in this medium and what makes it special than just doing it traditional And I think that's kind of where we're at in this space, too, right now. It's like, yes, you don't have to, but this is a new way that we're building constantly. So if you don't want to be communicating, if you don't want to actually build a community, if you don't want to be engaging, then why are you even bothering doing an NFT project? Like, right now, we are building something brand new, and I think that people should be doing this, not just go sell a membership pass as a monthly subscription
1: erica hey yeah
2: i think um i think that like it's been interesting to observe the clonex community and stuff because at first i kind of was leaning toward kind of wanting more communications from artifact but then as i was just engaging and hanging out with you know clonex members and being a part of the twitch channels and all like learning blender together and just like going wow these people are really grabbing the bull by the horns and like You know, teaching things and driving things forward, the community members, that is. Um, It was super fun to see that actually there's this cool balance. I think I think Artifact could communicate a little bit more overall, but I feel like there's actually this beautiful trust between the community members saying like, hey, they're doing like enough here. And and then kind of like just trusting those guys are working super hard but at the same time yeah i agree that overall like you know what you all just mentioned as well as like you know founders just showing their face every once in a blue moon you know just going on a space even for a half an hour or doing a tweet thread so people get to know you because i think at the end of the day it is about people
1: i agree with you on the artifact point point. one of my pitches to get them on space is like yo come on people want to hear from y'all but the thing is the, the thing is that account is active and they have people because I get notifications for the announcements on Discord. They, there's a lot going on there. So there's, the, that was the example of like someone I always would maybe a little blue or something was like, well, we don't expect the founders to talk all the time. Just like at least someone who's a representative of the company, the brands, the thing. It could be like, like for me, like, For weeks, like, the good night on the Cool Cats side, he was running his own community Twitter spaces for the Cool Cats. And I could not fathom. I could understand how he was officially part of the Cool Cats because he was, like, holding the whole projects on the back of his his shoulders uh, by holding these community spaces. And all he does is, like, highlight one new member of the community every week and does interview with them. Like, it's it's not that hard. I mean, it is hard. It's a lot of work to host. I don't want to take that away because we do it. I don't know what we go through. It's a lot. But, like, it's not that hard in a sense that it's not hard to set up. Like, you find the community member that really wants to help. You lock them in, and you make it happen. And I think there's a there's a bunch of ways you do that uh, when it comes to, like, building a communication strategy for your company.
2: And to clarify a little bit with the Clonex thing, it's been really cool because the community members naturally stepped up organically, I would say, like, Beb and all these people kind of like teaching the tools and everything and then there became a discussion between like should there be a board should there be a, a panel of people like kind of as a go between between the community um, and the artifact team and it was that was mind blowing because the, the when we had that call it ended up being that it, I think the majority opinion was to have a rotating council of people. So that like egos, the ego gets pulled out of the equation a bit and everybody just like shares the work. And I'm just blown away by kind of how that whole ecosystem you know, has been working.
1: Any other, uh, I'd love to hear some more takes. We got Dido then KD, D's GM, I'll go to you after you just come, came up. I do want to talk about the utility part, the last convo too, but Daito, what's up, man?
8: Hey, what's going on? GM, GM, everybody. Yeah, on the communication front, you know, every project needs a director of Vibes. That, that's all there is to it. Like if you hire a shit poster and they're your director of vibes, you're going to do good things on a communication front. Because yes, you can save all of the big announcements and the partnerships for the brand account, but that director, every engagement that they have with somebody from your community feels like you're being touched and embraced by the overall brand. And that has tremendous value. The other thing I want to mention and, and that I brought up the other day is that in terms of communication, this building in the darkness shit is kind of been overblown. Um, Like, if you're working on a collaboration with another Web3 company that no one's fucking heard of, that's not building in the darkness. If you're, you know, trying to pump out a hoodie or some cheap-ass merch, that's not building in the darkness. Um, If you're about to release another dilutive NFT collection just to raise funds and grab some cash... That's not building in the darkness. What is building in the darkness is like shit that's under NDA, right? Which does take time. So if we think about it during the bull market of, you know, December, January, there were a lot of traditional companies that were probably like, holy shit, like we need to enter this space and the brands and the projects that they reached out to probably started building shit in the darkness. And it takes these companies like six nine months in order to actually do something and we're we're turning that corner like in that six nine month time frame from the, the tippy tippy top so i think we're going to see some amazing shit going on
1: building in silence silver plate uh, and i actually think that building the open even though it's less glamorous and harder could be fun i mean we're fully open which is the next layer of of, of being really hard so it's not for everyone but, like, I think just at least minimal. I think also because, like, the top projects and I, the reason why people are harsher on, like, a cool cat or a doodle and whatnot is because when floors get off of course, like, expectations, like, change and, and people can be harsher on, on founders. So I don't want to, like, dismiss that either. But also, like, you guys are the example. And, like, you kind of set the precedent for other projects. Like, for me, doodles, like, they're, we've always talked about some blue chip projects. It's like, you kind of, like, set the bar for all the other people that come in the space. it's like. But then they'll say, well, oh, if Doodles don't tweet for a month, if they, if Bored Apes don't do this, if Clone X don't do that, if Coke hasn't done this, why should we? Because they have a 10th, 20th, 100th floor, and we don't. So, like, they're not held accountable with that. So what happens to the others? So I'm just scared of, like, the precedent and sets in that front. But I really trust that they're probably listening, or will be listening, or, like, if they probably listened to Kenobi last night. So I, I'm not worried about that um, to your spaces and stuff. But it's just – I just think it's um, – it's an interesting uh, conversation to be had uh, communications-wise. Of course, communication doesn't only mean Twitter space, right? There's a bunch of ways. Yep, and yep. Uh, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm excited. It's mostly a bear market thing, right? People just, you know, they I, people need to find, like, a lot of the time when you buy into a project, let's be honest, like, you don't only buy because you like the JPEG and stuff. You also buy it because you like the founders. And you buy because of the founders and, like, it's heavily around them. And their team and we trust them we like them we we relate to them you know dido you love betty you love Rocky, and your fella i see tweeting about kenobi i'm sure you have a lot of respect for for evan poopy and and, and tulip who are incredible founders too and they've got a lot of success and
0: and, and julian too like i i was gonna say so i i wonder i suspect part of this is the growing pains of people who have never run a Business that commands millions and you know tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars sometimes, um, and learning how to empower, hire correctly, um, create a company culture where there's a trust and and they can protect the brand while you know delegating some of these things right because as a founder that's your baby and then all of a sudden it blows up at the pace of Web three which just is insanely accelerated and in public. I suspect some 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 projects. That's where the struggle is 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 getting to a place where they have onboarded people in the team that they trust to steward the brand. Um, and I mean, I've had I've had meetings with all the founders, and I've had meetings with Julian, the the CEO who came over from Billboard. I have full faith in the Doodles community. I'm super bullish on what they're doing. But I think everybody agrees that it would be great if the official account was just a little more active and there was a little more um you know it's free cool it's free eyes. It's free
1: eyes it, it's free it's eyes. Good. People want to feel it's, good. It's I mean free, yeah.
0: I mean if the Doodles account retweets just a holder's tweet about whatever, like how good does that person feel? Like that's a low hanging fruit way to give back to your community that doesn't cost you anything. It's also good. Free. Um I'll go
1: to I'll go to these and these GM. Do you have any thoughts on, on this or uh as a whole, what do you expect when you buy into like a com- like utility based community centric project into communication?
5: Uh, my baseline expectation is that I'm going to get rugged and lose money, so I'm not going to overinvest because a lot of these people I don't think have like been you know beating expectations across the board. So I'm not going to have the expectation that they're going to meet expectations. I'm going to have the expectation that they're going to disappoint. Um, so if they over deliver and I get something. I'm
0: stoked, but I just expect to lose all my money, and what that does is just just down. Um, has <laughs> <Jesus laughs> unlocked the key to happiness in life. He's like, there's The assumption yeah. is it's going to be garbage, and then every day it's not. I'm winning. Set the bar low. <laughs> it, I, it have is
10: a high, lifestyle. I have high expectations. than just blame Farouk when shit goes south.
1: That that is also uh, the way. But honestly, like, but also from a standpoint, like, it's just even spending. I just. I I I don't wanna rough any feathers, but so I'm not pointing out this is not doodles or anyone, it's just like it doesn't take much to come and spend ten minutes on Discord with people. Like I'm sorry to put it that way, like but fuck like it goes to all founders. It's just like why is it so hard to just come and talk to people that bought into your vision, into you and that love you and support you and wanna build on with you like your holders want to build with you like yeah like you know what like 200 people got up and wanted voted on the last proposal yeah it's a crazy amount based on a number count but guess what That's 200 people who like want to really help me build this damn thing so like i'm going to acknowledge them like with more than just a poop like i want to acknowledge them with like at least like some activity and like show them that their like their thought and, and their work and their time is like being respected because they're putting it into it like they're trying to help us so it's like so it's like, it's like, you know, I think it's like, it's not that hard, man, to have your coffee in the morning. just so open up fucking Discord or Twitter and like, tweet something out. Like, be out there. You see spaces, like, with, with your community in there. Like, just jump in and say what's up. Like, they'll bring you up and they'll be like, oh, my God, he's here. Like, like, these little things, like, these tiny little things that you think don't matter. But guess what? Web3 is all on Twitter right now. And let's be honest with one another. Like, a lot of floor prices are based off of Twitter sentiment. Anyone who doesn't think so... You haven't been around long because it's a lot of it is like that right now because that's how early we are. Here I am saying we're early again. I always get caught in this pickle, but we're early. And so it still matters. Like it's still these little things. Like I said, yeah, if communication, you guys all want, you only, all you want is a floor to go up so communication will help. That's not true. Because first of all, it could help the floor. And second of all, now it's like about nurturing the right community through storytelling, whatnot, which was Benoit was talking about yesterday, which was really cool. And so, you know, I think like, for founders, like don't think you have to always come out with like big pump news. Like fuck that, you know. And they're like, you know, get your community used to just having you part of it in the trenches rather than like big news. You know, like there is, and then make the announcements massive, right? Um, but I also make- think
10: like it misunderstands the fact that this space is about not just the company's brand or the project's brand, but like the individual holders building a brand for themselves and having that brand communicated through the NFT. And, like, that visual. But their brands, like, Kenobi is a brand for noodles, And Doodles needs to support that. that.
1: Yeah. On this stage right now, he's the ambassador, though he has no affiliation to the team whatsoever.
7: I also think there's like kind of like a leadership, like health index, maybe like, you know, Farouk, like you, you are a master of communication, like you're able to do that and be up on a stage and relate to people. But, you know, I, I think a lot of the founders don't have some of those qualities, you know, they're, we're all still human. And
1: it's definitely like, tough. but
7: yeah, like somebody was pointing out earlier, like, you know, when you get put in that position with the with all these people looking at you, and then you're all faced with problems like i think some people just don't have what it takes to to be in that position and to to you know not necessarily lead but to communicate a founding you know like speech or sentiment to their community like it's just not in everybody's bag to do that
1: no exactly that's why you hire it. people you hear? yeah, it, or... you... yeah. Sorry. well
7: look you
10: you just go on live TV and pour milk all over yourself. you will never <laughs> worry about that No, but like you hire a head
1: of communication, you know, you hire a head of community, you hire head of this, head of that, and like there's or people who can do it. There's a like uh, usually these people who, like they come after a couple of months. You see when you're you're on a project, you can kind of see like. Who are the active like me i can name them i know Rye guy is always doing notes for us i know branding super active i know dido's active in our disco like i'm aware of every single i know jess is always out there talking to people helping them out like i see them like see like you see patterns and you get to understand which are the people that are like the people that want to step up for those things and you can just reach out and be like yo like is there something we can do and because it helps and like they're, they're already uh knowledgeable into the community anyways so we went about this communications uh topic for quite a while but it's good. I'm happy we have it. Uh, obviously, like it's good content, uh, and we got some good, um, some good. Uh, I really wanted to open the conversations. And can I other- say one more thing on this? For yeah, uh,
9: I, we all just laughed kind of at what D said like five or ten minutes ago. But like honestly, like that is the way in a lot of ways that like you have to expect nothing and like. Be happy with overperformance. I think that's part of it. But what that really speaks to, at least what I see a lot in the space, because I don't directly participate in a lot of these big, you know, PFP communities, that's not really the route that I've taken. But what I've seen from an outsider perspective is a gigantic mismatch of expectations that people have come into these projects and they pay sometimes real real money to come into these communities. And they expect a level of community. They expect a level of communication, expect a level of that project doing things. Now that project doesn't know exactly what each buyer expects when they purchase, but then that buyer is going to make a decision with their wallet by holding, by listing higher, by undercutting the floor, by accepting leaf offers. That's what determines the floor price of these communities is how they perform based on these expectations of all of their individual holders. And like to kind of bring it back to Doodles to some extent, like when Doodles launched as a project, at that time it was kind of like board apes the model who never communicates so that's kind of their expectation what they went in with is we're going to build this community you know we don't have to probably communicate as much we're going to put out you know this art and be uh, you know one of these top profile picture collections but as things have changed They've kind of fallen to some extent prey to those expectations that now the space has on them that they're really not conforming to, which is causing problems within their community. So I think that's really something to be mindful of that if you're kind of behind something or if you are, you know, running in in a builder in some way is those expectations and understanding what people are looking for from you and clearly communicating what you are trying to provide to people is something that I've seen that's really great at getting the right people involved in your project.
1: Yeah, that, that, that's fair as well. You know, obviously, like, and you know, the market is determined not by founders but by also, like, market participants, right? So at some point, there's also it's on the market participants as well, which is why I, I, I think this conversation has been very, like, fair and and I and any founder, like, I think should listen to just, like, trying to gauge, like, what people are thinking. I think everyone brought up some very interesting and great points here uh, when it comes to, like, communication expectations and Web3. And, again, I think Manda opened up with us, like, it's not one-size-fits-all. Uh, it probably won't be ever, and it's normal. Like, some people have to be more out there. Some people don't have to be as much out there and whatnot. But still, like, you know. I think the consensus is that some communication uh, is, is is obviously um, can't hurt and uh, and is really, um, you know, received in a positive manner. And it doesn't have to be big news. So, yeah, so I think this is good. Damn, I wanted to go to the other topic, Mando, uh, which was utility bearish uh, from what we were starting to see. But um, I think we're running out of time here. Maybe we keep that one.
3: Yeah, let's uh, keep that one.
1: Because it's a good one. It's another, you know, I want to go on it deep, like, which is utility bearish for projects because we keep seeing, like, as soon as, like, a project is doing dope shit, like, it dumps. And then, like, what? Like, or, like, other projects. I'm seeing, like, um, Alex, like, Sheldon and the other day was asking me on his space. He was like, yo, like, what are some cool things you're seeing in the space and whatnot? Any new mints? I'm like, well, I'm not really excited about any new mints specifically, like, aside from the cup. Like, there's very little, but, like, I'm more excited about what." Projects must have low cap in the ETH uh, on, on our side of the blockchain, uh, which are uh, actually building like solutions and product and tools and tech for when the bull comes out. So there's a lot of these, um, and so we could riff off of that on the next show. Uh, we can we can bring the topic back up on Monday actually, and just you know have that because there's a lot of people actually building that utility and uh, and those tools right now.
0: Yeah, and it's intimately connected to the is also- expectations thing. That Deez was talking about, right? I think that like you can lead in with expectations um, and, and and utility because they're they're tied together, of course. Yeah,
1: because some projects have like this entry level that someone's is so expensive that like there's going to be higher expectations of them. Before. Right. So, like, easier yeah. to go in with no expectation on projects like sitting at a low market cap right now, but it's actually building something, right? Um,
0: even I just I just mean like in the middle of the bowl, like people were like, I, I think people's expectations got insane like over the top of out of, of control course. right and absolutely so it's like there's a reset that has to happen i think that's what this it's a healthy
1: is. reset and guess what yep. i i don't doubt that that doodles team right now turns that around and becomes fucking beast at it like i i have no <laughs> doubt in my mind that project like i'm, I'm hearing someone tweet at me say cool cats hired a social media manager last week like things like that like like i'm st- no doubt in my mind that these people can turn it around and the sense very quickly in the space because uh people tend to forget so it's like is and it's also the attention is all over the place so it's just like it could be turned around it could ha- you know there's a lot of the solutions are, are are there up for grabs now let's see who grabs those solutions and and and, and make something out of it erica see your hand raised
2: yeah i just want to mention like mention on the human side of things i feel like you know, it's also important for us all to just like, remember, we're just a bunch of people and building things. And I feel like kind of, you made a great point for about like, you know, maybe founders being not naturally good on stage or not naturally extroverted or whatever else, but like, that's a lot of us. I used to be super, super shy. I still am, you know what I mean? And I feel like, but, but I think it would be, there's nothing more endearing and probably accepted right within web three more than anywhere else for- uh, a founder to get up on stage and be like, "Um, I'm not really good at this shit, but like, just wanted to say hi to you all." Like, they'd probably get so much love from that. Just putting that out there.
1: Hundred uh, percent. I don't know if you had any other thoughts on the matter for anyone here, but this is definitely a good topic. uh Fifty-five, eleven. <laughs> sorry, I'm seeing you on you.
5: Just a quick thing. Like, I think like everyone's expectations got set so high from like Yuga Labs. Like, you know what they did in the first year, like, was ridiculous. Like, no oh, of one. No one should expect, like, any other team to, like, repeat that because it was just, like, a a perfect time and perfect place type of thing that was, like, you know, it's kind of like a unicorn type thing where that type of formula may not ever work again ever. Like, it was just, you know, one of those things. So, like, you know, you got to temper your expectations. you got to, like, give these founders time to build. And, you know, not everything just happens overnight. Like, these things take some time to, to come out and, you know, time, time yeah. to build.
1: No, no, of course, of course, of course. It's like while you build, but the thing is, like, it, honestly, it plays in your favor. Literally, as a founder, you know, like, you know, we talked about, you probably know, you have, you know, what's going on back end. So you know, it's going to need three, six, 12, whatever months to build this thing. So you should, while you're building with time and setting up your deadlines internally for when things are going to come out, you should set communication strategy leading up to that. Like it's very important for people to have proper communication strategy when it comes to community building. Right. And I mean, these, like we were on stage at VCon, we're kind of talking about that. Right. But like, it's like, it's just like, it's, it's just to be there while this is done because if you're not communicating, but you're also building also 9 let's say six months out of nine, nine months, out of nine, when it comes out, yeah, it's going to make noise, but it's like, you're going to have lost all the traction along the way leading up to that. Right. So I think it's important for projects. to It actually is a plus to, like, just be involved and, and show sign of life and whatnot and just, like, to be there with people because it's actually helps, like, it's healthy and it allows you to just build but at least occupy people in the meantime, especially in the bear market. It's, like, all about like attention and like getting that attention and retaining that attention and making things fun and whatnot so i think um there's a lot of good notes um this was great Honestly, oh, i'm really happy I, I, it's been on the back of my mind for 48 hours i've been having a conversation in my, in my head alone like a crazy man uh solo and i got tired of talking to myself and i selfishly brought this upon y'all today uh sorry y'all but it was a great conversation
6: <laughs> <laughs> like it was a great talk- conversation though
1: yeah, yeah, I this was, is good. I thought it was crazy. Like I was like, why is some people not, like, I don't know. But I'm happy we had it.
6: broke I will say Monday is Labor Day, by the way. So I know a lot of people are going to have off work. Oh. Um,
9: so oh, I Monday's know we do like this.
6: So I'm thinking, like, if people are going to have time. Like, I know, like, we'll have probably the show that has this well, limited what? time. But yeah, maybe cool. a little marathon, old-time space to really dive into topics again.
1: Nah, bro. I'll be on Europe. Yeah, I'll be in Europe for that, uh, and so I know. I'm just, so, I'm just trying to make you ruin the wedding a little bit. I know you are. It's so funny, but if I was here, I would do this marathon type thing uh, uh, for for Labor Day because I mean, I, I don't know what Labor Day is personally. We'll be, we'll be out here working and doing the thing, but like, it's uh, it's uh, it's true. It's Labor Day. Damn. Okay, Mando, we'll, are we hosting Monday? Shit. I think
3: we what? have uh, Danny right. Sea praise is coming on.
1: Oh shit! So yeah, we're supposed to have Danny on too. Um, the Seven
3: Trait
7: <laughs> King.
1: Oh my god. We'll do it. We'll do it. Because I'll be there with him actually in person. On over special. Let's go. And we'll yo, and Ovi's wedding is Sunday, y'all. So we'll that's really good though. Wow. And no no show tonight? Pardon, Erica?
2: I'm sorry. And no show tonight, right? No show tonight. No,
1: anyways, with Mal tonight, because I'm flying tonight. It's a red eye. Um sadly. God damn. Oh, this sucks. I swear I hate it. Like the thing. Man, I hate when we don't host for a few days in a row. Fuck. It really is. Wait, close. are you going
5: wedding? Is that where you're going? Pardon? Are you going to Obi's wedding? Yeah. Oh so, nice.
1: Yeah, we'll be uh we'll be getting lit. And actually I'm really happy now y'all tell me it's, it's uh, Labor Day Monday, because I can host Hungover. Been there, I've done that. I've done it in the I mean, damn, I've, man, remember after the artifact party in New York? Damn, that's so early on. It's crazy. But right. it's
0: broke. <laughs> Can we set up a Can we set up a wallet to to give OV a bunch of our uh uh NFTs that are just absolutely dead? Could... Just, just graveyard. No. Just a graveyard. A wallet, seed
1: Mango, we could set up a yeah, wedding for wedding gift
3: wedding gifts dot yeah. osf or oh, osf dot wedding gifts dot eth. I'll get it set up. I'll get it set up. About
0: be because we care. Because We're we
1: Absolute
5: care. shit tokens for him with his name.
1: Send him all the shit coins that you have that you don't want. Send them all the shitty NFTs. And then one day, you never know, maybe him and his wife are going to retire on that. Because um, <laughs> you never know when something pops. So I guess, I guess, tentatively, we'll see you on Monday. And if not, we'll, we'll, but I'm pretty sure we'll see you on Monday. We have a packed show next week. And if you think we're slowing down September, well, we're not. August was just a warm-up for us, first month of doing this. So we have we already have a great lineup. Next week is already fully, fully uh, booked out. It's going to be sick. Uh, it's going to be some great people, um, founders and whatnot. Actually, in September, one thing I'm excited for, I know for a fact towards the end, we're, we're hosting Tyler Hobbs. Like, this is fucking lit. Like, I can't wait. Uh, like, things like that, right? So it's like... There's like, that's the beautiful thing about the space. There is never, 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 we're never missing incredible artists, founders, creators, builders, enjoyers, fucking anything. We have everything in masses. And with that, I love y'all. I wish you all a wonderful weekend uh, as, since we won't be hosting tomorrow. And uh, I hope you all enjoy your Labor Day long weekend. Uh, definitely take some time to relax. Take some time to touch grass. Please, please, please. Uh, you know, I don't know if you obviously saw um, really sad tweet that we read from Drift yesterday. Uh, my our condolences, by the way, from the whole Rock Radio fam team, everyone on here uh, in the space. I think I can, I can, you know, generalize here, but uh, to Drift's family. But you know, reminder to top people you love, it, man, and hold them tight because you you really you really never know uh, when something's gonna come through. So much love to Drift. Wanted to say that yesterday. And uh, with Mando, we really wanted to make sure we we um, we, talk, we, we mentioned it today. So uh, big love uh, to you, Drift, and to everyone. And so with that, uh, I'm not going to go off with a jingle, you know. Just maybe I'll go off with a minute of silence. And I love you all, and uh, stay strong, and we'll see you all uh, Monday. Peace out. All right. Ciao, guys. Have a beautiful, long weekend. Love you guys.